Hi. Hello. I'm Alexis Hyde. I'm Erica Wong. And this is Hide or Practice. This week, we have curator AJ Gerard. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Hey, guys. Welcome. welcome. Thank you. So will you do us the enormous favor of telling our listeners why they're so lucky to hear your wonderful voice today and story? Oh, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as you said, my name is AJ Gerard. I'm out of Los Angeles, California. Um, been in the art world for about five years professionally now. Um, trying to drive like a new point of view, a new perspective, a new audience really into the, into the you know, white cubicle space. So um, thanks for joining me in my journey and my storytelling today. Um, I love that like, you're like one of my, because Erica found me on Instagram, I found you on Instagram. <laughs> and this is how, this is how, because people say like, you know, we've talked about it like before and you know, like how do you do outreach? How do you do networking? Like, especially in COVID times, because I feel like I was Instagramming at you before COVID time. So maybe I wasn't, I don't know. Time's a flat circle. Yeah. I, I noticed your support basically when it got really, really tough, like when the riots and stuff were uh, kind of becoming a thing in LA, like more frequently, I think yeah. that's when I really started to notice your support and I appreciated it the most then. So thank you. Well, it's been fun. And like, I know I'm let Erica ask the question in just a second, but I, and I know I've said this to you before, but the, like, I love your point of view. And I think that what's really exciting to me, cause like y'all, and like, I know some of our listeners are younger, some of them are older, but like AJ's 29, his <laughs> point of view is so fucking solid. Excuse my French, but not really. And I just like love how like the confidence with what, like the way he's like seeing art and like putting it out there on social media, especially now during like, you know, COVID times and rest times, you know, we're not like able to be out times, but like also like so open to like other things. Like it's just, it's like, it's like solid, but like organic, it's kind of crazy. So like, I'll put his, all of his social stuff in the blurby so you guys can like get on that. It's just really, Thank really you awesome. for that. Thank you so much for that. It literally is just about an honest journey and sharing. I kind of, I think the feedback helped me the most really kind of um, trying a couple different ways to be like art. Like how do you share art? I think I've, that was something I wanted to do in real time when the world was open. That was like a main goal. And I didn't want to drop that just because we were kind of living in our own like spaces. So it just came to me when people kept saying like, AJ, like, can you just share those images? Or even, it kind of even got down to like one day I challenged myself to be studious and like read a book a day. And then I realized like that even is a space of like community. If I build out from who knows this or who doesn't know this or how curious is this, like it's a, it's a huge space. So thanks for acknowledging that. And thank you for anyone who's really acknowledged that um, on the journey. So. That's amazing. So would you say that of all the things that you've learned on your journey, um, what is one thing that we should know? Like, what is one thing that our listeners should know that you can boil down to in your nugget of wisdom? I love this. It's, it's like, if you had your last final words, what would they be? I think uh, <laughs> for me, I think the biggest change or shift or want that I, that I have from any of what I, I guess can influence is like, 
uh, better focus on like who's looking at art maybe. Um, I think that would open up a huge game changer perspective point of view, um, just about, I think we all come to work with like our own worlds and our own perspectives. And more than recently, I think like my community, whether that be like a youthful community or like a community of color, uh, other body community, whatever that looks like, I think that like we're just now starting to get to a place where we're forming opinions about art. And when I get into conversations with people who may or not be artists, but just like are in engaged, it opens up this whole new way to look at something we've seen a thousand times before, you know? And I, I, I'd hope to die on the sword that like continues to open up space for that, you know? Um, yes. Okay, cool. I was like, hopefully that was a more concise answer because sometimes well, I get, when you, I lead by my heart. When you don't hear Eric and I say anything, it's like, yes. Because okay, it's like cool. we're just like basking in like the knowledge and the inspiration. Um, I was like, did I say something? No, no. And this is something we've talked about a lot. Like, I think specifically when we talked to Sue about, you know, like who's seeing art and art education and like getting people yeah. and like funding into those places because that is so beneficial long term personally and societally. Um, and then it also goes to the another conversation we've had quite a bit is that, you know, like having the diversity of thought of body of human behind the scenes is how you can have a more fuller picture of, you know, of what's going on outside, but also a more fuller interpretation of what's going on inside in your institution, yeah. in your show, in your book, in your, you know, whatever it is that you're in your work, whatever you're doing. It's, you know, that network of different thoughts and different experiences is so beneficial because it really yeah. creates that full picture. For sure. I've, I've had so many institutions, like, especially since, like, my infamous, like, uh, I don't know if you know, call out, call in Instagram one day where I think I lost my mind on social media and I just needed to express myself as far as, like, where I felt, like, missing in action or absent in the conversation for so long. I had just gotten to the top of my, like, okay, so many, hey, like, here it is as like someone who is of color in LA. I'm from the South, so I'm kind of used to like super heightened racial tension anyways as like a live reality. But being in LA, I think starting to see like people pour out of our homes to go into the streets to like yell out, you know, Black Lives Matter, these things matter, whatever, whatever, whatever. And here I am like as their bridge or into the art world starting to feel very like swallowed up by the fact that like a lot of institutions hadn't spoken out about anything. And in some ways, I think there was sort of this like commitment to silence that would have allowed them to just stay sort of predicted neutral. Like, oh, we didn't say anything. So that means we also didn't say the wrong thing, but I thought like silence was wrong. And so I just sort of said what I needed to say, but I said that to say like, that's when I really started to feel like a lot of what, um, the conversation once became like a mission for me <laughs> versus just like a, a thought. Um, yeah. Where in the South are you from? Do I know this about you? Oh, I don't know. I, I try to work on like my accent and stuff. I'm from, I'm from Dallas and Houston. Uh, so Austin. Texas. My, like yeah. I'm, I'm from Austin. My really? grandmother's in Liberty. My other family's in oh. Liberty. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> Alexis from Texas. Yeah. We are totally. <laughs> Kindred spirits then I kind of usually I, I recognize it in like how nice somebody is to me because I found that I to be like a big difference in LA um that's true that's very true 
Um, so I just got really excited about that because I do. I like I, I I like when you said the South. I was like, I don't think it's just the South though. I was like, I think it's Texas. I can feel yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Can, for sure. My, my Texas for... recognizes your Texas, um, and that's why I like low key hate holidays and stuff like that because a lot of my family's still there. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh god, I, I, all right, let's get through this, you know. And and they don't, they look at my life in the arts as like Cinderella and the ball. Like they're like, is that the same kid? Is that what? What? Like I. Yeah. It was a it was a journey. Yeah. What is like? What does that mean? Tell me. Well, my family, my family isn't art at all. My family's very sports centric. Like my dad is a basketball coach. My mom, that wasn't her journey. Um, I have more brothers and sisters. I mean, there's always been this sort of like identity of like me being unique or weird or artsy, but like no one encouraged that. And then I went to high school in Texas and I ended up going to an arts high school and that changed a lot for me. So I studied fine art, painting and, and theater. And I think that's where my like outgoingness comes from, like learning how to work against being shy. Um, but my family, like, you know. Like, I remember taking some of my first, first, like, day job was like, at the Broad in L.A. And I remember, like, having my mom come to visit. And they had a great Basquiat display. He's, like, my favorite artist at the time. And she walks in and she's like, this is, like, the guy that you, all the books that you read. Like, this is the guy. And, like, <laughs> everybody in the museum was, like, wow, just thinking, like, he, AJ, comes from this, like, big family of art because I'm so into it you know and so yeah. they assume that like that was my thing but I'm like this is why I've succeeded in this world because it's kind of like all I have it wasn't really like I was going home to like a house full of Rembrandts and Picassos or Carrie Jones Marshalls like it was me and a, a book you know that was how I got into the conversation and yeah my parents they they celebrate it now you know it's like a lot of them like see what I do on Instagram and social media or, or hear about it and it's like heartwarming to have like family members come up to me and say things like, I hear you were like walking Kelly Rowland on a tour. That's amazing. <laughs> cool. Like, it's, you know, um, so more than ever, I think in short, I guess I feel like I have to exist in this space just to sort of like balance out how many of us aren't in, in, in it as well, you know? Yeah. That's what keeps me going. I really like that. Cause I think sometimes I, this is something that I think people used to say a bit more than it does now, or they do yeah. now, but it's like, this is my call, not, okay, not this is my calling, but like the stars are aligned and this is just in like what I'm supposed to be doing. So all, yeah. like, I never felt like I was supposed to be doing something else. And I think that a lot of times in the arts or when you're trying to pursue a career in the arts, you feel like, you're constantly fighting against the system to yeah. get in somewhere. And then even when you have quote unquote gotten in, you're just like, where did I go? Like, am I, am I just like pressed up against the wall or like, am I through the wall? Like, where am I? Like, I'm so confused right now. But like, when you say it's like, oh, this is just where I, I have to be. And this is where I'm going. It just sounds like it's so natural. You know, it sounds Thank really, you. it sounds nice. It sounds so like, no, yeah, I mean, right? Even when you were saying those things, Erica, like that's a part of my journey and hardly ever am I asked about that. I think I show the best parts of it on Instagram to make inspiration out of it, but like truly like dark conversations in my own head, they feel like that for sure. They're very like, like when do you, I, I've just practiced self-care in the sense of like learning how to breathe since September. I mean, I was driving myself 
into walls, like trying to be, you know, it's it's unrealistic positions too. I think that they ask people of color to be in sometimes in the art world because we have to weigh, we have to carry so much weight of like their perception of who we are, our perception of who we are, our family's disconnect to who we are, the need for us to be in because like, God forbid you see a kid who like needs you to be there that day. That's what always is like, those type of messages, those type of things are the things that I'm like, oh God, AJ, like if you were just about to quit, every time I'm about to say I'm done with this, I want to do it. Then someone's that's like, how you know you're supposed to be in the industry. <laughs> like, I swear to God, that's it's so just funny. like, that's it, I'm done. And you're like, no. Universal, like, speaking to you. And it's like, oh, you think you want to quit? Here you go. Mm-hmm. That's and how I felt. That's literally how I felt. Well, I was like, that's it. I can't, like, no one, I'm never going to find a gallery to show me. I'm never going to make it in the system. I'm so tired of, like, smashing myself into this yeah. wall and then, like, picking up. It's not even, like, pieces at that point. It's just, like, mush. And it's, like, piecing myself back together. <laughs> and it's just, like, that's it. No more. And then this is me going, be like, it's like, no, I have to come back. I love you so much. It's, like, write a 300-page book on, like, the biggest love letter. It's, like, I love you, our world. Oh my God. I feel you both. I mean, I was going to say, it's also been like the community that I've been able to find sometimes like the smallest gatherings of like these two or three people podcasts or like whatever makes sense, just to like keep going. These are saving graces sometimes too, just because I'm like, I know that the bigger institutions, like the, 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 the name curators, the, the spaces and things like that, they're totally watching what I'm doing. I'm super confirmed at that at this point. Cause it's like, when I look around, it's like, what does a peer look like? Those things are really rare. So I appreciate like you guys being like peers to me today and like giving me community and making me feel like there's something that that we have that's our yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh no, I just it's it's so it like it from the outside in, like watching you, like I said, like what you're doing, like if there's so much courage of conviction and there's so much stuff, but there's also like there's a real I feel like you take the responsibility and I'm saying this because this is your words about being kind of like that bridge, which I can't no, even no. imagine like the responsibility and the stress of that like feels I'm sure is like probably pretty overwhelming sometimes. But, yeah, like, for sure. I feel like you really respect like I feel like you're acknowledging your position and you respect like the importance of it. Um, and again, like I can't believe you're fucking 29 because I'm just like, God damn it. like why? Like it's there's a lot of grace in what you do. No. And it's, it's just like really impressive because it is really stressful and it is like, there are like the times when we're fucking alone and like, even like when we have like a big win, like I know you did something like, with like MoMA the other day and I was like, fuck, I was like, that's so awesome. But then like, I also know there's like that kind of empty hole afterwards and it's like, oh shit, what's next? And that like roller coaster can be like really overwhelming. It's scary because... Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I've been, I mean this like super wholeheartedly. It's like this, the scare is like, uh, I mean, yeah, community is like a buzzword that I've been pondering over a lot. Like, especially like I've been saying this last couple of months have been like my self care. I've been doing the same things. I've just been doing it for me for the first time in a long time. And, <laughs> um, that's scary. Um, I think that like oftentimes I was, you know, you, you, you do the thing and you become the thing. And then that, that thing is no longer yours. Like, as we sort of talked about, there's a need for that type of personality to exist. And then I think I battle with, like, I've had, like, negative feedback sometime about, like, what type of artist did I share? What type of artist did I share? Why do I only stick to those type of names? Like, especially when it thinks about, like, uh, artists of color, just to be super transparent. Like, I've had people almost treat that education as, like, 
it's not enough and I, I'm, I'm going to be, um, I'm humoring myself that I'm going to have a hard road ahead of me because like, why aren't I studying Rembrandt and Cezanne and Pollock and all of the like older white male names that we've known for so long? Like, why am I not, why am I not starting with those positions first? And I'm like, that's literally not what people are responding to. It's like, it is the ruthless I was, it is the Carrie James's, it is the Nick Cave and Noah's, whatever that keep my audience in, you know, but, um, yeah, in short, I was going to say something to the idea of like community. Um, it's it's my driving force, but it also drives me insane. No, but there is there's a lot of community, and I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna armchair psychology this for a second, just because like when you talked about like building your own community and building your own space, I've been trying to do that a lot for myself. Yeah, like since I started in our, I mean, I moved to LA because I thought there'd be space, and I've carved out my space since like you know the early mid aughts. Yeah. But when people confront those things and they have those thoughts, it always feels like they're talking more about themselves than like you. Like it feels like it's coming from a place of like fear of like, why aren't you talking about Rembrandt? Because it's like, I think that Rembrandt's really important. And like, why don't you? And like, why aren't you confirming that Rembrandt's important? And like, it feels like it's like taking something away from them or something. Cause I'm just like, why does it matter? Because like there's enough for everybody. Like there's mm-hmm. no one's taking Rembrandt away from you just because it's not somewhere I want to focus my energy right now. Like Rembrandt's still very important, and you can find people all over the world, everywhere, praising Rembrandt and spending a lot of money and time on Rembrandt. And like just because like you're not, it doesn't make it wrong, and it doesn't make it wrong that like that's where they want to put their energy. It just it feels like it's a fear-based criticism when like. And also just, it's like crazy to me that anybody would be like, see like what you're like, the people that you're looking at and not having it feeling like that's like super valid. I mean, like the more community I built, the more silent, I don't want to use the word hate because I hate doing that whole thing. But like, there has been more like silent negation to what it is, the type of community that I make than like whatever. So I've sort of always say like, whether it be like, the big question for me is like, why aren't we allowed in? Like we keep coming back to that. And like, why is it? Why isn't it what we are enough? Why is it like one of us at a time? Why are all these, and these things always like kind of drive me to like tears passionately thinking about that. Cause I, I do, I, I would say, I feel like I don't have a mentor per se in this like industry. And I think that like, it's not that I don't like the brain brands, the Pollocks or whatever. It just, it felt so foreign to me. Those people didn't feel like people that I knew in my real life. So I never really like dug into them and no one ever like sat me down to like explain to me why they were super important and in reverse like when I meet a carriage marshal or whoever in my studies like the first thing I want to do is like share it with somebody in my community because it's going to give them like a gas for the day they're going to be excited and I've seen some of my friends and followers be like super like yeah you taught me this or the astro like you know like seeing them retain the information is like an amazing feeling because it's like you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing (laughs) what you've been sent here to do you know even if it's on a super micro level that is constantly growing you know uh, and that's something that we talk about a lot as well it's like connectivity is yeah. people actually resonating with what it is that you're saying as everyone learns and understands things differently and going yeah. back to that point of the rembrandts and the pollocks and the whatever and it's well just because the names aren't dropping out of your mouth doesn't mean that 
you're unfamiliar with who they are and where they sit in history and the significance of these masters. Yep. It's just yep. that the perspective isn't necessarily at the forefront. And that's okay too, but it's not like as if they're forgotten. I don't think anyone ever forgets Rembrandt. I know that's the other thing. It's like no one's, like, no one's forgetting fucking Rembrandt. Like no one's like Who's forgetting know. him. Like Michelangelo. I, who? I don't even know. It her. drives me so crazy. It like it makes me that that's like my biggest insecurity. A lot of times, it's hard for me to build. Like I I don't always want to lose who I am in these spaces. So I think I always try to make um, super quick connections for me to be able to explore and explain to other people. You know, so and I don't always think I can necessarily do that with artists that aren't from, you know, even our like contemporary right. conversation. You know? And I think there's something to be said because I've always had it, the most concise criticism I have of this or example is that like, you know, people have always tried to get me to read J.D. Salinger and like be affected. And every time I do, I'm just like, <laughs> Meh, because so many people have come since him, taken the same ideas he's had, grown them like built on them and they're coming up with yeah. new iterations of these same, you know, it's like he was a root for sure. I'm not saying catching the rise is shitty book, but like whatever. And it's, but you know, there's like new things that are growing from that. So like what Pollock did, I'm not saying it's not important, but people are moving and having new conversations around abstract work and, you know, movement in regards to work that are more interesting to me as somebody in 2020. And it's not because I don't care about Pollock. It's just, right. I'm not relating to it the same way. And that's fine. Like it doesn't negate what he's done or what, you know, whoever did. It's just like, there's new conversations being happening that are a little bit more relevant or a lot more relevant that are more exciting now. Again, thank you to both of you for creating safe space. Cause it, it's like music to my ears to, to hear that like, AJ, hey, you're not wrong. And we're no, just talking about not wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all. And well, I thank you. No. Thank you. And I and I think that when you were saying that you don't want to lose yourself, what I would ask is, do you think that it's easy to lose yourself in this industry? Yeah, I mean, totally. I think we're all performing performing like I question a lot of times, like when I'm even asked to be at a table, what what was what is what is it that I'm serving? What point did, what point am I bringing across? Because I do this really thing like where it's like I kind of get like because you're a valuable human being. Well, thank you, thank you so much, surely. Because um, I, I that's sometimes the last thought that I have. I always go, oh, it's like, is it, is it gender? Is it age? Is it, is it youth? Is it, is it the proven success you've already had? And sometimes the last thing I think is like, you are enough, and and that's a shame, you know, because I really am like. The, the the thing in my head that has already has me defeated is something I think is like, it's actually the common perspective for many people of color who are coming into this field is that like, we're not supposed to be here. You can't walk into this museum. Like I've seen, when I invite people to space, I've seen even it, it shows in the way that they get dressed up. They, they feel like they have to put on their better clothes to come into the space as if it's like a, a location that is like, you know, they're arriving at versus just like literally bringing their experiences in with them. There's so much to, to, that we need to be talking about, you know, in that in that way, because that's that it's definitely that's definitely not the norm across cultures, you know. Um, some people see it as like weekend activity, and some people see it as like we're going to the to the ball, <laughs> and I really don't know why. 
you know. Um, no, but, I feel yeah. you on that one. I've said this to Alexis. I got, I got last. We're on very different ends of the on the. I'm oh, for sure, for sure. Erica's <laughs> like, I'm showing up in a hoodie. I don't care. It's VIP. Yeah, they're like, you're not supposed to be here. Campaign. I don't care that I look like I stole the pass, and I'm like full on <laughs> outfit. I've got on heels. I've got on earrings. Full face of makeup. Like this is, but like, but the thing is, is that there's room for both. For sure, I was just about to say that. You know what? Because I don't want to be a hypocrite. I definitely like to get dressed up. And, like, a lot of the joy for me is, like, building community in spaces where I'm, like, bringing friends in who would never. So I I encourage us to, like, be our most self. But I, what I want to say is, like, it's not even, like, just how you dress, but, like, your values. Like, I don't want people to lose, leave those at the door and looking at art. It's totally, like, totally additional to the conversation to be, like, you know, a housewife or a mom or a young student or whatever, and look at that painting. Like your perspective in it is perfect, you know. And I just, I try to break that wall all the time. You know, I love that your perspective is perfect because it's true. Like it Thank can be, you, yeah. and like I, I, because I've always been, you know, I've been, I've been trying to fight this fight for a bit. That like you know, especially contemporary art is for everyone. Yeah, and if you come in and you look at this piece at the Broad or at, you know, the funky art space down the street and you're like, I don't get it. That's a valid point. I say that about art. But you don't have to get it. I think you that's the thing. You. No one ever there says that you right have there. to get it. it I'm so sorry. I, for you somebody who I, sometimes, actually all the time, when I was allowed to go and see things in real life, I would go yeah. into exhibitions and I would be like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's literally is what's <laughs> happening in my brain. Yeah. And then that's the next fine. thing is like, like you've paid so much money. You better go and get that like 16 quid worth of information because, you know, like you're going to have to work for it. And so I go in there and I'm just like standing in front of this is like, give me, painting. <laughs> give me the, give me something like the outer gods. And then it's just like Vivaldi is just blasting in my head. And I'm like, I'm there, I'm there. I'll, I'll get there. And, but it's like, it is totally acceptable to not get it. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> saying that. I swear. Thank you. Cause it's like, oh, I got chills when you said that. Cause it's like, I, no is an opinion or i don't love it as an opinion and i and i never ask people to have my opinion i'm like have a have an opinion say something re like respond or relate or not relate and that's the thing where i think a lot of people are like aj so much art it's like aj is open to liking or disliking a thing you know and i don't want to be the only person i think that's that's literally what i'm trying to drive across with my instagrams and shit in my shares just like i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in your face because sometimes a lot of the people who are like opening it, they don't know why they're looking at my stuff. I've had that feedback too. They're like, you know, someone told me to look or I don't know whatever I'm going to get from you. And I love that because it's like that encourages me to get out of my comfort zone. You know, like I started off by looking at artists that look like me. Now I'm actually really ready to go past that, but I don't want to go alone. You know, I don't want to do any of this we art journey. We can go together. Thank you. On the bus. We're going to hold hands and we're going to get on the bus. I need it. I need it. I, I literally was a shy kid growing up. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't come back to like my family. Like when you're growing up in a super sports centric family that's built on like, you know, aggression and getting the win and getting the goals and da da da. Like that's not necessarily the attitude we take into art. 
you know we're not necessarily like whoever learns the most today is the best student in the class like it's it's not that and i wish it kind of could be a little bit you know um so for I mean, sure. I think that we're definitely a winner takes all kind of society. Hence, look at the the mm. auction system, right? Like, there's mm. a reason why some mm. T Rex is winning for the time being, mm. even yeah. though it's changing the conversation. But still, T Rex did pretty good. And that's legit. Like the journey that I'm on right now is like learning how to. So the success that I've had, I don't try to look at, back at it too long and be like you're the best or whatever. And now the new like waters I'm swimming in like I would find is the gallery sy system and the difference between like what museums are and what the auction is and, and how scary that could even be as a, as a body of color. Cause you're just kind of like, Oh geez, like the parallels between that and, and other things always feel super sharp for me. <laughs> like I don't want to do that on you guys podcast, but it, it is something that I contemplate a lot, especially with this new trend in art, like what, what's being bought and why and all this other thing. I was just talking to Kennedy Yanko about this the other day, and I'm not going to pick up that name I just dropped. Just drop it. <laughs> drop Kennedy's name. Um, but she, it is, and it's it's hard because it's especially right now. Like, what's like? Are you in it because it's trendy? Are you like why? Like, why are you highlighting what you're highlighting? And like, by highlighting the the space or the artist or the color or the sex or the gender or the whatever are you reinforcing the fact that there's a difference? Yes. Because there's And monetizing. Be. And it's just, and like that's, that contrast is, is really, because sometimes, I mean, obviously there's absolutely people who are fighting the good fight and they're in it for the right reasons and doing all that stuff. But then sometimes it's like, you know, people are doing things because it's hot. And it's like, where are you going to be in 2022? Hmm. And With the I vaccine can't... and out in the real world seeing things. Erica's like, I will be outside in 2022. I don't <laughs> care what's happening. I'm going to be outside and be vaccinated. Um, but I mean, I can't imagine how it would be, you know, I mean, because it's, it's a lot. There's a lot to navigate and there's a lot of you know, especially in LA, what's so exciting here is that the, for me at least, is that the, the landscape creatively is so wide. And you mm -hmm, can really mm -hmm. pave your own path. And that's yeah. really exciting, but that's really scary because no one's done it before you the way you're going to yeah. do it. Because like in that. New York, it's like there's a very, and like even London and Europe, like there's very rigid paths on how to get from point A to point B. And in LA, it's like really open. So like it's super brave. Not that you need me to tell you that, but. No, thank you. I honestly have questioned if, you know, especially when I get in those spaces where I want to go home, and go back to the south and just be in like a family space like i miss my grandma a lot not to like just be weird but i definitely just miss her she was one one of those people who like super encouraged me to be different and unique and be into art and i haven't had like that sort of like calm silent support in 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 la and i'm like oh i would just pack all this up and go home but then i don't think i could have existed how i exist here at in texas you know yeah. um i think that you like this idea of like using a, a mixture of like influence and social media capital and like cooler institutions and things like that and youth driven culture to like be something that someone wants to listen to. Like those those aren't necessarily the, the ingredients in, in other places in the country or in other places in the world. And it's like, I'm like enjoying that for what it is. And now like when I went to New York, I felt realer than I ever felt. Like I was like, okay, you have had 
enough experiences. You can have these conversations. You can sit in rooms with people who don't look like you and you are supposed to be there. And it's just now starting to feel like that. And so I laugh because I'm like, I'm old to some people and I'm young to other people. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm always confused because I'm like, am I, you know, in short, I would love to be a student, you know, as much as possible. I would love to stay in this game and like be absorbent at all points in my life and career. Um, sometimes that is also the reason why I feel like it's like a game of like musical chairs and like my seat becomes the most threatening because it's like clearly anyone that I'm sitting in, like I plan on replacing myself with someone else, you know, and keeping that energy going. Um, and that's where I kind of like, is the secret promise that like you really aren't supposed to invite more people in arts only for the elite 12 or whatever number, you know? That's it. Just the 12. Just the 12. <laughs> just the 12. Out. And, and you know, T-Rex is already there. So, you know, it's probably like two left. There's only so many. Um, but it's true. But I mean, that's the, another thing that Eric and I have like railed against it. Like, you know, the art world really likes to operate from like this place of scarcity. Like there's not enough. Yeah. And it's like, there's so much, there's so much. And you, and there, it's abundance. I mean, there's so many people who are making work. There's so many people who want to buy work. Like if we're just going to go straight capitalist money for product exchange, there are a lot of people who want to buy art and you're keeping people out of the doors because they're not the right 12 fucking people. <laughs> um, and, Literally. you know, and there's people who are and the same thing of like the same 12 fucking curators, the same 12 fucking artists, the same, 12, you know, and this goes, you know, all the way around, but there's, there's so much and it's, and it's hard to remember because there are people who, you know, they maintain their power slash influence slash whatever by keeping people out. Um, when they don't realize that a rising tide lifts all boats. My favorite saying. That's a good saying. That's so relevant. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I have to sit and think about that. That's amazing. That's true. But the is, you know, and it's and it's the same thing, like when they don't share the information, they don't share their space, they don't share their whatever. It's I don't know, it's very limiting. Um, I don't know. There's also like the oversharing. So when we're <laughs> recording this right now, um, because Basel Miami has just opened and there's this like mega oversharing of like, oh, let's let's have like 20 emails in the span of 20 seconds of all the artists that are showing and like of the same gallery of like, and you're just like, mm. that's not yeah. the abundance we're talking about. No, but it's still like a lot, you know, and, but those are the people who are also the gatekeepers. So it's really yeah. interesting to see. Yeah. Oh, there's the, a word. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, Erica, you're a state shooter. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. She really is. That bad? So like, no, I mean, it's refreshing for sure. But I feel like I don't get to be in. I mean, I could learn a lot from like, I, I consider those to be like the rock stars of the art world. People who are just like, this is the truth. And it's this. I, I exist better amongst those type of personalities than the ones that have been the most harmful for me or the virtue signalers who really don't who mean to mislead me, I think is something that I've kind of experienced where it's like, I've sat in situations or positions or in question about my place in this for far too long. So I think, yeah, by the time you guys see it on like the other end of whatever thing I'm presenting, it's totally like, 
I've made my mind up that I'm willing to lose everything for this next opportunity to bring somebody else in, you know, it's, it kind of becomes just that crazy. You know, um, I think about that even like in a group show that I'm organizing, like, it's like, I made a specific choice to like not include any like white male artists. And it wasn't because I don't believe in their talents because I wanted to be able to say out loud, like I made a group show that doesn't have that <laughs> point of view because it's always historically been so uplifted. Does that mean that I'm not in an action? Like, does that mean I'm not making a real art show? Like those questions are like, you know, all that critique I'm leaving myself like wide open for, but I mean to make more space to open up the larger questions by doing it, you know? Um, I think that's a really healthy place to be in. I really think that the conversation, it is, you can drive it to wherever it is that you want because it's your life. It's your perspective. It's your career. It's your trajectory. So you get to choose what it is that you want to do. At least I think that that's true. Um, And it would be weird if we didn't get questioned. It would also be really weird if everyone was just like, yes, you're amazing. That false sense of just thinking that you're amazing. That would be also very weird, I think. I don't know what that would feel like. I hear that. I think that this this year, personally, like, and not even sort of like always self-challenging myself. Like, I recognize like I have intersections that have been beneficial, maybe being a person of color in a room that's often white, being young in a room that's often has more age in it. But I also own the space of like, being a male voice is a place of privilege that I've just kind of stepped into, honestly, this year. Um, just looking at the kind of like overarching, like a lot of the just, and I'm not making, I can't, I'm not looking to speak for anyone in my community, but like listening to more women, I've kind of understood like a lot of where my microaggressions have lived. They've understood those things for a very long time and navigated them the entire time. And I just didn't think to question it because like as a young male, it was like a privilege to me, you know, like people are like, AJ, what do you think? And I never thought about it as like, that means that some other person, maybe a woman is not being asked, you know? So I have had to constantly, every time I open up my mouth, like make sure that I'm pointing back to someone else. So that, and I, you know, and not expecting them to have the same perspective as me at all. Just like, just to really just be like, is the conversation real and i did something that you said to me about the moma thing that was that was like the best you know like i just want to say like i didn't know miranda july too well before that but like she pointed to me and then in pointing to me i was able to point to the mic you know like i love that sort of passing of the baton and it validated me you know to really be like i actually had my first conversation podcast panel at the top of this year and I was ending out my year on a MoMA panel, whether it be virtual or not, but it felt like, yo, I've made it. <laughs> I've made, yeah. and no, no one can tell me or take it away from me. And I really thank her for doing that, you know? Um, just wanted to say that. I love that. Yay! <laughs> it's, like, it's awesome though, but the thing is like, that's like the the community building, that's the keeping doors open. And like, that's like the place of, like abundance like there's enough and we can keep it going and it's so I don't know it's really uplifting and I like love that and then wait tell us a little bit more about this group show that you're organizing because that's really yeah fucking exciting thank you I'm swearing a lot guys I'm so sorry oh I'm glad you're doing it because I I was worried to do it I was cleaning it I was cleaning myself up uh no, I'm uh, I'm organizing a show with a co-curator, um, Milan Jefferson uh, from or Frierson from um, 
Jeffrey Deitch's projects in LA. So it's gonna be, I wanted to aim for uh, February, but just kind of with COVID, it's either gonna open up in February or early March, um, just kind of figuring out what we balance out with restrictions. But it's a group show that I'm really excited about. It's called Shattered Glass. Um, and we're really organizing sort of this voice of like breaking that perfect um, minority standard that a lot of us have just been placed into this like reflection of ourselves via somebody else's like lens or like whatever we're kind of breaking that and it's a group show that allows like my intention for that is to allow every artist to bring in whatever they've been reflecting on in their studios and their homes and bring that perspective up a lot of artists are making brand new works for the show so there's going to be some familiar names but then they're all making a lot of them are making new images and um, it's exciting. And again, my intention is to like really have people who have been sitting in their homes and in their caves, like coming out of that and uh, walking into the space. And even in the title, like breaking past, like wherever we were in our relationships to the space before that. And I really, really appreciate Jaij for extending this offer. It's actually my first curatorial show. Um, so there's some magic there <laughs> that like, I can't believe that like my first show is in a space that's like you know his history in the art world is respected and, and I'm really excited to like continue some of that tradition but then take it into a very different direction and it's very um community driven for sure we have pockets of like artists from South Africa LA-based representation uh Texas representation we got a lot of uh elder artists that you know super solid in their careers have joined in we have some emerging voices that this is their first show uh should be fun and i definitely hope to have you guys come out for sure Absolutely. um yeah you know i'll be there i love i would love for you to be there yeah <laughs> i love the idea of self-reflection like talk about timely like just because like there's so many things that we've been reflecting on like societally but like there's been a lot of time to be by ourselves and thinking about like that kind of stuff so i really i love that like because like i know you. you know it's such an it's such an isolating thing but like we're all doing it so it's actually very like community activity um yeah so cool i love that um, thank you so much i mean we definitely want to recenter what the universal is i think that's a goal for me it's like i want to just say something in the space of like it's not to say like the white male perspective isn't valid or anything like that it's like i want to just take one attempt like recenter like can that come can that lesson come from a woman can that lesson come from a body of color can that lesson come from a queer body like i want to sort of try it and so that's why i'm that's why i'm risking they have plenty of shows okay for sure you Thank you. <laughs> like there's so many <laughs> like this is one it's so crazy to me to think though that like this is you know like when people get like up and because there will there'll be a couple of people and i'm glad that you're preparing yourself and like well, why isn't there any like white dudes yeah um, for sure like reverse racism um but it's just like it's one show at one gallery in one mm. city like it's fine it's fine. it's fine. Alexis, don't you hear what you're saying? Is that somebody took up that one seat in the 12 and you know, like, cause T-Rex already took up 10. So, you know. Legit, <laughs> legit. And that's the thing, like, and I'm actually pretty nervous. I want to say like, I'm pretty nervous about, it's not like I'm worried about the success of the artist because there's some big artists in the, in the conversation, but I'm actually really like, I've spent so much time being curious at like what institutions are putting up. And like, you know, a lot of my shares with like me going to galleries and like sharing what the current conversation is. And like, this is my first edition. This is the first time I'm actually saying like, this is what 
I'd like to see, you know, and I'm, I'm really like not nervous in the sense of like, is it good or bad? But just like, are people going to understand the need, you know? Um, I hope so. It sounds so grounding. It does. Oh, so centering. Exactly. It sounds very grounding. Mm. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. But I also just, you know, because these are the things like these considerations of emerging artists next to established artists. Like these are other conversations that need to be had, being had that aren't as, you know, prevalent around. And like, that's really exciting too, to see like those kinds of, you know, generational and even like socioeconomical conversations yes. happening within like a different community than we're used to seeing and uh, for sure just gonna stop my, my artist words. stop it stop it with the big words alexis sorry sorry you're hurting my no brain. i love that my artists who are in that place in the career too where they know that they're sort of the established artists they're super generous and they and they, and, they and, and i think that that's amazing is that we're finally getting to the place where we reconcile what it means to be the one person who got in the door and then like your commitment to the larger community like it seems like my artists are in that space in the career super excited. Like they are the ones who called out. Like we love that you are bringing in some artists. Like I've never heard of this person. And I'm like, that, that, that was always a goal for me. You know, like I've always questioned why when we go to museums, like you're only looking at big blue chip artists in a row. Like I could literally go to city to city and see the same artist, you know, and, and I don't understand that. So. It's boring. Sm I mean, it's why my, I always, I always have to like fit in my like super hot take that's like not popular at all. But like, it's why when people are like, we can't do a session the rock bomb. I guess you can. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. Fine. Like we got it. Like there's so many, they're all over. Like you don't need to, like, we don't need to worry about it. Like it's going to be fine. The museum's going to stand after you get rid of like that extra fucking poly. Like it's fine. Some other museum, you know, it's just, there's more conversations to be had and all of these things are living things and it's all really exciting to have to be a part of the, the progress. And progress right. isn't even the right word. It's just everything's like moving and growing. Like you're either- Evolution? Evolution, yes. That's a better word for it. Because um, it is, it's like everything's evolving in the conversation. I mean, that's the thing is like art history is like a constant conversation that's currently happening and has always been happening. And if you don't keep those conversations new and fresh, then it gets stale and tired, guys. Stale and tired. I love you guys. So Thank you for teams. this, for real. Thank you. What are you even reading, watching, or listening to this week? Mm, I just got a book yesterday that I'm super excited to read today. I'm going to give myself a self-care day. It's that Kimberly Drew's new book. Um, My Futures. Yeah, I just got it yesterday. And I'm super excited because there's so many friends in there. Uh, just like Texas Isaiah is in there, uh, Lauren Halsey, my friend, um, Naima Green is in the book. And like, it's a good, it, from what I've seen, it looks like a good intergenerational conversation too. There's a lot of artists from all different age groups. But anyways, I'm going to be reading that. And I, I just wanted to say that because I really believe in uh, what Kimberly has stood for in the art world as well. And I just wanted to sort of pay homage and respect to her. So that's what I'm reading. You asked the question, reading, writing. Reading, that? watching, listening to you. Are you writing? Tell us what you're writing about. Oh, you know what? It's because everybody keeps telling me that that's the next stage in growth is like to write, to be an art writer. That's why I've been really curious about it because I'm not, it's not my, my passion play, but um, oh, I'm I'll writing. send you things that you can go and fill out that you can start writing. It's like 10 very hard questions to ask about artists. I would love that. I would love that. Because you know this is a good selling point. 
<laughs> no, totally. Because honestly, like, I even want to start taking that energy to like when I go to galleries, like furthering my looking by being able to like write about it or like question and having some lead on that would be amazing. Um, oh, right I now, totally I'm, got that for you. I'm down. I'm down. I'm so down. I'm honestly <laughs> writing like many manifestos for myself this year, like whatever. Um, whatever the next year is or isn't um i just want to be a little bit more intentional about my position in it um as i kind of move into my next decade i want to like own the fact that okay now people may or may not be listening what are you saying <laughs> like what are you trying to say so i like being it. in my 30s i'm not gonna lie yeah me too i like um, that it's pretty cool uh next year we'll welcome you and you can join us in the 30 something club yeah <laughs> um, it's a good club i it's yeah it's a really good club uh we'll make her like 30 over 30s right now you're still in the 30 under 30 so it's like whatever baby mm. um i do love the idea that it's fun art writing is fun i used to do it a lot and i it's interesting to see where it takes you when you're really analyzing yeah. your thoughts like structurally yeah. like that yeah um i don't do it anymore because i don't have any time but but hearing your thoughts is really i i know that sounds like almost like schizophrenic but like being able to hear your own thoughts and like divide oh this is my like super critical analyzing brain oh this is like my artist brain oh this is my like teacher brain it gets really interesting to see like all those perspective and understanding like when you bring that to the table like that's why you're a valuable human being is because you're able to go and like shift between all those hats at the same time erica i love you literally like you are a shining star for me right now thank you yeah. i just want to let Here, you know that it's that's because me, like i have my, my awesome roses. christmas tree <laughs> you know i'm just like i have to give you your roses this is the stuff i need to hear and i and i say that because i'm like People try to make me quickly out of the conversation by being like, he's so hard to talk to. He's so all over the place. I'm like, do you understand that I'm like carrying seven different worlds on my shoulder when I'm sitting in this space? I'm not just me, an individual. I'm literally like 30,000 people. It's one shot, it feels often, you know? <laughs> yeah. So thank you for the humanizing this today. So wonderful. So where can our listeners find you? If they were going to uh, going onto the interwebs, where can they find you? Where can they locate? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm actually like down to just one platform. I only have Instagram, but I'm super accessible there. Um, I mean, find me there for the most oh, part, okay. and, and hit me up and let me know where you're going and, and where you guys like want to take the conversation. And I'm I'm I, again uh, consider me a student. I don't want to seem like I'm like on some platform of like super knowledgeable, whatever. It's like as I learn, I like to share. So just sort of expect that treatment, you know? Amazing. Um, I'm Alexis Hyde. I'm Hyde and I everywhere. I'm Erica Wong. I'm to practice practice. And if you're on Apple, if you guys could like, like a review, it helps get the word out. And until next time, bye. Bye.